0: Time to go back down the mole hole with Randy Moleman on 590 The Fan, KFNS, 1057 HD2FM, and InsideSTL.com. Welcome back to the molehole, everybody. My name is Randy Molman. You're listening on 590 the Fan KFNS 1057HD2FM and inside stl.com. I want to tell you a little bit about my friends at Provision Living, St. Louis Hills. They offer the best assisted living and memory care services in the area. Their team is experienced. They do all they can to create an environment where people are loved, inspired, and thriving. At Provision Living, they love their food, and we think you will, too. Each day, the residents enjoy three delicious meals that are freshly prepared and served by their friendly staff. Provision Living offers a variety of activities as well, such as a weekly happy hour for residents, extensive exercise program like chair yoga and therapy services, and an on-site chapel offering both Catholic Mass and non-denominational services. Call 314-647-6600. See for yourself. Everything that Provision Living at St. Louis Hills has to offer. That's Provision Living, St. Louis Hills. It's now time for Head Scratchers. Head Scratchers is a segment where I take some news of the day and I shake my head, scratch my head, whatever you want to say, and I'm... Stunned or shocked or surprised. And my first story has to do with my alma mater, the University of Missouri. Do you want to go back to college? Mizzou is going to rent out vacant dorms for football games. That is awesome. I don't care what anybody says. I'm scratching my head at the people who were making fun of this. There was a lot of chatter about this on Twitter yesterday, and there were quite a few people that were like, that's ridiculous, that's stupid. What? It's brilliant. With uh, um, enrollment down, some of the dorms on campus have gone dormant or vacant, and until the enrollment comes back up, University of Missouri has decided that they're going to use those dorms to rent out for college football weekends. Look, I am going, uh, every year I do a road trip with my buddies to an SEC venue to watch Mizzou play. This year we're going to see Georgia, October 14th. There are no hotel rooms available. And we are going to, ha- so now we're looking at VRBOs. You know, people who rent out their houses for the weekend for football weekends in Athens and they do that all across the country especially in the SEC people who own homes in college towns they will rent those homes out for college football weekends which makes a lot of sense according to Ashley Joseph of the St. Louis Post-Dispatch fans will be able to stay in a two-room four-bed dorm suite for just $120 a night with an added cost for parking in the dorm lot, and by the way, the dorms are on campus, so they're in within walking distance of the foot of uh, Faro Field. Joe's notes that those running a dorm will have access to on-campus cafeterias for fans looking for an authentic college experience while at MU, uh, University of Missouri. That is brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. And creative. Whoever came up with that is a creative genius. I don't care what people say. I think it's ridiculous that there were people out there um, that were poo-pooing this. I I, I scratch my head at you. This is absolutely brilliant. You have dorms that are laying vacant and you're hoping. Over the next few years, your enrollment will boost back up. In the meantime, instead of just letting those lie, you create a plan and an idea to use those dorms in a positive way and rent them out for college football weekends? I I applaud you, Mizzou. That is phenomenal. And yes, by the way, yes, I would do it. There are a couple of football Saturdays where I stay in town after I work the games, and I would absolutely stay on campus in a dorm. I would. $120 a night? On football weekends, hotel rooms are more expensive than that, for sure. Sometimes twice as expensive as that. You park your car and you have access to the cafeteria, you have access to campus, you're right close to the stadium. Come on. I don't know why anybody would complain about that. I think it is a brilliant move, and I actually think it's a trend-setting move. I think you're going to see that across college campuses in the next several years. Other universities are going to see this plan that uh, may have some older dorms or some dorms that are not fully um, in use, they may combine dorms and leave a couple empty and then rent those things out for football and basketball games. I, I, I think it's brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. And creative. I love it. I love it. I think it's awesome. As I do almost every day, I scratch my head at our current president. And I'm not going to get all political here. But I'm scratching my head not only at the president, but I'm scratching my head at golf fans as well. I don't know if you saw the video, but Donald Trump was recently playing golf, drove his cart on the green. Apparently, that's some kind of sin in the golf world. Number 45 just pulled his cart right on the green, drove it right on the green. Go look for it. And that's some sort of rule. I guess I'm not a big golfer. You never drive your card on the green, apparently, and it's 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 uh, uh, it's trending on social media. Everybody's freaking out about it. They're freaking out that Donald Trump drove his card on the green. So I scratch my head at Donald Trump because, come on, that's allegedly. Like one of the biggest sins you can commit when you're playing golf is driving your cart on the green. Even I had heard that, and I'm not a big golfer, but I also scratched my head at all the golf fans who are like, oh my God, it's unforgivable. Come on. God, relax. Golf fans are strung, tied way too tight. Relax. He drove his cart on the green. It's ridiculous and stupid. It just proves that the rules don't apply to Donald Trump. In his own mind. And I agree that, you know, that's that's a I mean, it's a rule you don't drive your cart on the green. But relax. Good night. Everyone on social media, can you believe it? Everything he said he was going to do in his administration so far. He's accomplished, quote unquote, so many things. So many other things you could be upset about with our president. Driving on the green? Oh, that's it. Unforgivable. Impeach. Come on. Everyone needs to relax. Trump, stop driving your car on the green. You know the rules. Golf fans, take a deep breath. Have a drink. Come on. My last uh, head scratcher, which will take a while to get through, but um, I am so tired of seeing Cardinal fans say that the Cardinals have to sell, have to sell, have to sell, have to sell. I don't understand why they have to sell and not buy. You know they could buy and sell, right? Everyone knows that. Or do you? And when I say buy, I'm not talking about rent. We're not talking I'm not talking about renting a player to try to make the playoffs. I'm talking about buying young power. They have enough in this minor league system that they could do a lot of things at this deadline this year. You know, everyone wants the Cardinals to, you know, sell, sell, sell and then in the offseason sign big free agents. That's the plan, right? A lot of Cardinal fans are like I don't we don't want to get rid of our own talent. And let's get rid of the guys because this team's terrible. Let's get rid of the Major League uh some guys on the Major League roster. Get some more talent. And then in the offseason, they have this huge TV deal with Fox, so they better spend money. Do you know you guys know the Cardinals aren't the only team shopping for free agents, right? I mean, they're not the they're going to get competition. For all of you who are pining for Manny Machado, you realize that the Yankees could offer him or the Cubs. Or the Red Sox. You don't think the Red Sox need a third baseman? Shoot Baltimore. Baltimore could uh, 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 raise the ante and keep them. There are a lot of big market teams that could outbid the Cardinals. Should we remind you of David Price? Do we need to remind you of Jason Hayward, Albert Pujols? All players the Cardinals lost because other teams gave a more lucrative free agent offer, except for the Cubs and Hayward. Hayward just wanted to go to the Cubs. But you see what I'm saying. Maybe the plan shouldn't be we sell and only sell and then hope, cross our fingers, that our offer is good enough to attract Manny Machado or any other big-time free agent. Maybe the Cardinals should actually be active on the trade market. Maybe they should overpay a little bit to make a trade for a young power hitter. What do you need? What do you have to do when you're in the trade market? You need to identify areas on your roster or your organization that you're lacking, then identify what you have a surplus of in your organization, and then put a package together to go get what you need. I'm not saying. Look, I make it sound that easy, but other teams have to agree to it, of course. But the Cardinals have enough in the minor league system with all of their young talent, especially pitching talent. If you look at Springfield, Flaherty, well, he's at AAA now, but Flaherty, Hudson, Alcantara, Gomber, and then at Memphis, Luke Weaver, Marco Gonzalez, I've already named six guys who are pegged to pitch in the major leagues. Plus, let's not forget, they have Carlos Martinez under contract. They have Alex Reyes. Michael Waka's, uh not a free agent until 2020. They have plenty of pitching options. Matt Pierce is killing it at Springfield. They have a ton of pitching options. In the minor leagues. Are you telling me you wouldn't package together a Jack Flaherty and a Luke Weaver to go get a guy like Giancarlo Stanton? I'm not saying that's what it would take. It's going to take more than that to get Giancarlo Stanton. But my point is, if you take Flaherty and Weaver and you package them in a trade to get a big-time young slugger, You still have Marco Gonzalez, Matt Pierce, Dakota Hudson, Austin Gomber, Alex Reyes, Carlos Martinez, right? You still have young pitchers in the minor leagues. This notion that they have to sell and they can't buy is ridiculous. Look at some of these guys that could be trade targets. And I'm only pointing them out because they're on bad teams. How about Will Myers for the Padres? Big slugging first baseman. Look no further than the Marlins if you want to try to get a young uh, power-hitting prospect. Or not even a prospect. Guys who are at the major league level in their 20s. Marcelo Zuna. Stanton. Christian Yelich. After the loss of Jose Fernandez, tragically, for the Marlins, what do they have in the minor leagues in terms of pitching? I don't think they have a great everyday second baseman either. What if you took Colton Wong and a couple of those minor league stud pitchers and then maybe a kid like Delvin Perez? or The Cardinals now have a lot of young shortstops in the minor leagues. Angel Hechevaria, if that's how you say it, is rumored to be uh, the Marlins are shopping him around. They're shortstop. He's in his mid-20s or early 20s. That kid is a defensive wizard. He doesn't hit, but man, that kid plays defense. One of the best defensive shortstops in baseball. What if you went to the Marlins with a blockbuster? What if you went to them and said, Luke Weaver, Jack Flaherty, Colton Wong, Harrison Bader, And one of our young shortstop prospects, Delvin Perez. Could you get Yelich and Hechevaria? My point is the Cardinals have plenty in the minor leagues to buy. And I'm not talking about rent. I'm talking about buy. Young power. Young talent. And on the flip side, they have plenty on the major league roster To trade to replenish the prospects that they may lose if they buy. Lance Lynn. You don't think you're going to get a haul for Lance Lynn to a contender? Someone will overpay for Lance Lynn. Mark my words. Trevor Rosenthal throws 100 miles an hour. Would you be interested in parting with him? I myself would trade O before Rosenthal. But... What's the haul you could get for either one? If someone's looking for a back end of the bullpen guy, you'll get prospects back for him, especially on a contender. What about uh, Randall Gritchick? I don't think you can get a ton back for him, but you can get something. Someone is going to, someone will, uh, some team will be interested in his raw power. By the way, he's now homered in four straight games at Memphis. He has five homers in the week and a half he's been there something like a six game hitting streak are you telling me there's no team out there that could use that would be interested in the raw power that is Gritchick I, I know this is uh, I know people are going to freak when I say it but about Matt Carpenter I mean left-handed hitter got a little pop can play multiple positions it's got to be a team out there I think that would be interested in Matt Carpenter the Cardinals have guys on the Major League roster that they can replenish the farm for the the guys they have that they could use to get a good young power hitter. The Cardinals can buy and sell and they can do it pretty easily. Well, I don't want to say easily because, you, again, you have to have other teams that are interested in making trades. But from the Cardinals' perspective, this is the year. They're, the team is fundamentally terrible. There's a change that needs to be made. So, for those of you complaining about the Cardinals' Major League roster and how bad they are, you can't say, well, we don't want to mortgage our future uh, in a trade because that rarely works. Does it rarely work? I don't know that it rarely works. But if you want to change the makeup of this team and overhaul this team and change the face of the team, make the team better defensively, make them more well-rounded, add a little power, young power, then you're going to have to make trades. You cannot count on free agency. The Cardinals have been outbid or outmaneuvered in free agency too often for them to sell and then sit back and say, ah, we'll sign some free agents. No. Deal from strength to fill a weakness and then deal your... Proven major league players that would have value elsewhere to replenish your farm system. They can buy and sell. Enough with this. They have to sell. They can only sell. No. They can do both. And get it out of your head that buying means that they're renting. That doesn't mean that at all. The Cardinals are poised to, they could do it. How about a guy like, what would it take to get a guy like Avicel Garcia from the White Sox? I like that guy. Sitting 340. He's got power. Young outfielder. Can you imagine putting him in this lineup with Piscotty and Fowler? And if you kept Carpenter? I mean, one power, young power hitter in this lineup. What does that do to this lineup? They don't have a clear number four, number five, number six hitter. If they made a trade for a guy like Ozuna or a guy like Garcia and then made another deal for a a gold glove shortstop like Hechevarria, how about Brandon Crawford for the Giants? They're terrible. He signed through 2021 at 15 mil a year. Gold glove shortstop. I don't know. Just saying. Don't give me this buying means they're renting. You can do both. They can buy and sell. You're listening to The mole hole on 590 The Fan, KFNS. That was Head Scratchers coming up next from Let's Go Blues Radio. Kurt Price joins to talk the Vegas draft, the NHL draft coming up, what the Blues can possibly do this offseason to make this roster better. We'll talk it all over with Kurt coming up after the break. This is Jim Hayes, and you're listening to 590 The Fan, KFNS, Wood River, KPNT, HD2, Collinsville, and Inside STL St. Louis, the home of Budweiser.